0: to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Chad and Joy are back with us, and there's a lot more to their story. I'm Tim.
1: And I'm Miss. Chad and Joy are such wonderful examples of people who use what Elohim gave them and produce great results for His Kingdom. We'll talk with them more in a moment.
0: If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpiltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpiltorah.com. Follow us on redpiltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you.
1: And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Washington, D.C. and France. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Let's get into our interview with our friends Chad and Joy. Tim,
2: roll that tape. Well, Joy, one of the things that you had mentioned was that once you and Chad um, got into the the Hebrew roots of the faith, you were able to, um, you were ministering together by music and you mentioned that you had children. Um, my question was, did your children get into um, the Hebrew roots of our faith with you or were they kind of born into it? Yes, uh, when we came into the Hebrew root or Hebrew understanding,
3: our children were young, they were four and five years old, and they just accepted everything that we that we did and uh, one of the things I did as their mom was I tried to distinguish sabbath was such a special and holy day from any other day because i stayed home i didn't work i stayed home and raised the kids and homeschooled them and what we did was on sabbath we decorated our house we put out grandma's china we put on our best clothes and we lit candles and sang and eventually we found an online messianic ministry that we would put on uh after dinner and so we would watch them and it was a big fancy festival every sabbath nice yep so we did that up until the you know well we still like candles and sing too most times but now they're in their 20s so
2: and did have they continued they, with it in their own homes
3: yep they they still are here with us and they are both going on their own journeys but they do have the faith and they make sure they have their sabbaths off they keep the feast and they keep all of the Sabbaths that are accompanied those feasts and uh, come home and help me cook and we enjoy each other. <laughs> they,
4: they still love their Sabbath blessings
3: too.
5: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know that's really good to hear, um, Chad. I'm, I'm glad you shared that. Uh, I think the blessings that come from the father in the home, you know, the, those regular blessings are so important, and that's something that's missing in certainly in our culture. You know, fatherlessness is a, a scourge in in our culture. It's at the root of so many problems. So, uh, it, it's good to hear that your children appreciate that blessing and the other blessings. Oh, yeah.
4: Yes, yes, yeah, they're 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 amazing. And you know, there was uh, speaking of them. There was before we were married. Actually, we were at a at a congregation and uh, got prophesied over, and you know the. The prophet, of the Lord. There's not many of them out there, but this was one. And uh, he, 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 we're sitting together. You know, we're just, this is our 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 courting experience, right? And uh, we're in a, in a service, and he see, he looks at us, you know, and it's it's Ruox fill in the room, spirit's there, and he goes, uh, "You two are married, right?" And we're like big eyes, no. <laughs> Well, he continues to prophesy over. We still have it on tape over our children and how they will be arrows that will be shot ahead.
2: Wow! So, well, no, yeah, no pressure, huh?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no pressure, right, right, right. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, we're we're totally blessed by by both of them, and you know, we're just super excited to see what what the father's got for them in their future.
5: Amen. Amen. So. uh. I've got a question before we get into the story about the Seder, which I know is a great blessing. But I'm wondering if, since you have been studying from a more messianic perspective, what's been the impact in terms of your associations, friends, or your life in general? You know, has, has there been a cost to you all since you've been in this walk?
3: There has been some cost as far as being at home with my children i'm going to give a couple examples with that my son when he was younger this is when they were younger uh, he was in cub scouts and they moved the cub scout meeting from a tuesday night to a friday night now we didn't really think twice about it we just went along and did it and we were probably two years into our messianic faith and um our son came to us and said mom we can't – I don't think we can keep doing this because it's conflicting with the Sabbath meal and lighting the candles on time, and I, I don't want – I want to drop scouts.
5: Oh, my goodness. Um, Wait a minute. The the son came to you and said that?
3: Yes. Yes. Wow. He's eight years old, and I remember – trying to talk him out of it. <laughs> and I remember being in our in my room, my bedroom, he'd come to me and told me and I said, Son, you know, this is this is important. We want you to go on and get your ego badge, you know, all that stuff. And wait till Dad comes home and let's talk to Dad. Let's not make any hasty decisions. Well, he did explain it to Chad and at that point i just knew he was right and chad just agreed we just agreed with him and said if that's what you want to do son we 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 want to honor the sabbath too And i think you're doing is the right thing so oh, that's beautiful we stopped he stopped and and he didn't go back and he was happy there was no anything um and then uh both children when they got into high school they went into regular public school at that point and they have kept a clean diet and there's a lot of funny stories about how they had to, you know, hopscotch around yeah. lunch meals and <laughs> so forth. Yeah. Um but they they both had went on to have active sports lives and trips and activities and um now as young adults they find the challenges and have to deal with that, but we all pray and talk about it so it's it's all good. The the daughter is the more of the social butterfly
4: and uh <laughs> She goes, she she uh, has a bunch of friends and likes, you know, being social. She's being out. And uh, so she'll, you know, meet with friends on, on Sabbath somewhere, you know, and all of her friends know that, oh, well, Cora's coming. We're, well, we're not going to be buying and selling. <laughs> and uh, we are going to have to pre-prepare food. So oh, her what a testimony. Beautiful yes, yes. Her her testimony of, of, you know, her walk and her faith is sharing with all of her friends, you know.
5: You know, um, I guess the way I phrased the question, I asked if there was a, a cost. It sounds like that's more of a, a benefit or a blessing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Yeah. That, that's huge. <laughs> I, I like your answer better than the way I phrased the question. I'll put it there. <laughs>
4: wow. Yeah. Well, there was. You know, there's there. There is the snags. Um, what my my biggest one was uh, when I mean, this is the first couple of weeks of us attending the Bible study and. Uh, I had a job that uh, required uh, to work one Sabbath a month. I'm an automotive tech. There's four techs in the building, and you know the month goes by, and every tech has to work uh, one Sabbath, one Saturday, and it's from you know it's a half a day at that, you know. Well, so the 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 leader of the of our little fellowship, you know, every once we come up, where's Chad? Oh, he had to work today. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful brother. And he'd, he'd go, huh, we're going to pray about that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, all of a sudden I got called into the office and there was just a bunch of false allegations up against me and where I'm out. That that job of a half of, you know, six hours on Sabbath a month is is unacceptable. And I, I look back to what I call the hindsight of the father. Mm-hmm. It's his way of showing me how important his Sabbaths were. You know, it, it was it was a great job, wonderful job. But you know, one half of half a Sabbath a month is unacceptable, my son. And uh, I haven't worked a Sabbath since.
5: Wow. Well, you know, um, in His Word, uh, when the Father is introducing His holy times, as I recall, the first one He mentioned was the Sabbath. You know. And uh, right. a holy convocation. He he expects us to get together and uh, refrain from ordinary work and labor. So, I guess it kind of yeah. is what it is. And you know, I wonder. Um, I think that when Yeshua returns and when he establishes uh, his kingdom here on earth, I wonder what those labor laws are going to look like as it relates to the Sabbath. What <laughs> what do you think about that, Chad?
4: There is a new government, a common, and <laughs> uh, there. yeah, there's the. A- <laughs> and we can't wait. Uh, yeah, we're uh you know, we uh we we get angry. We we get angry a lot of times at the at the situation, you know. You you gotta ask questions about how food is prepared if you go out to eat, you know, you can't just go get, you know, the best job because it's, it's gonna require us to have a, you know, working and which we will not do. Um, amongst all the other laws, you know, hence Supreme Court right now and you know, all All those will be done away with.
5: Well, you know, just uh, for our listeners in the U.S., for the the little bit that I do know about some of the labor law, currently it's not lawful for an employer to discriminate against an employee based on their faith. And that would include making accommodations as it relates to to the Sabbath. And so... um, you know, I'm certainly not yeah, but, encouraging folks to pick a fight per se, but they should know what their rights are and and what they're entitled right. to. Right. Yeah, it's a tough right. one. Right. And
4: there. I I I agree, but that uh, you know, I would I would rather be in a position of you know where me having the Sabbath off is a testimony versus in a workplace where it's frowned upon. You know, mm-hmm. as far as a witness goes.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the witness is key. So. Why don't we get to the the Seder? I don't think we talked about the Seder yet.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I heard uh, that it went really, really well. Can you tell our listeners a bit about uh, what happened and how it started? Sure.
3: Um, Oh, it started uh, out of prayer. We've been wanting to reach out to our community and really didn't know how to start or or where to go. And uh, back in January, I was returning on a trip, coming home, and um, really felt the Holy Spirit sh- showed me to, to have us host a community seder. And um, that Chad and I have done it, you know, for 18-some years now, and we kind of know a little bit about how to do it, that th- we could bring that to the people. So I mentioned it to Chad, and he said, yep, let's do it. So we put organized it and put it together. Um, we hosted it, but we had to rent a facility and it ended up being a reception hall at a local church. They were uh, very open to what we were doing. And so we ended up having, oh, about 50-some people there. And our whole family participated. We, my daughter and I, you know, had the candles and sang the opening candle ceremony in Hebrew. And then all four of us were readers of the Seder, the Haggadah, which I put together. Nice. And then Chad was the leader for it all and it was it was really powerful in that chad had was such a great teacher and helped the people say Hebrew and helped him help the people to say the pronunciations of the Hebrew the way we understand it. It might not be perfect, but it's how we say it and um he would he was having them proclaim the name of the Father. You know, some fifty times that night. It was really, really powerful.
2: Beautiful. Uh, do you have pictures on your website about regarding it? Uh, no, I don't. I'm. I was the
3: photographer, and I'm a terrible photographer. <laughs> they are not there.
4: Um, so that, yeah, that, and one of the one of the feedbacks we got from one of the. <clears throat> so we invited people that we thought. Um, you know, people we had been in contact with in the community, coworkers, the barber, you know, said, Hey, you know, he's he's a man of faith. And we made up really beautiful invitations for them. And, um, actually very few of those people showed up. Um, (laughs) Mm. the biggest participant was the local congregation and their friends. The, the, the pastor was really excited. She had her, uh, confirmation class there and, uh, you know, Pretty much pretty much was was her congregate and uh, and some Facebook friends that uh, just were friends with joy on Facebook she put a uh, just a, a general invitation out and that was our <laughs> so the, long story short the people we uh, thought were going to be there weren't there the people that Yahweh wanted there were there you know mm-hmm. so that was part of the amazing part mm-hmm. um, and so it was a lot of people that have never heard. But one of the, uh, because we were talking about the, the, the weekly blessings over the family earlier, mm-hmm. one of the, the neatest reports I got from that was a gal from the church went to, went to, uh, her pastor, which was from another church, and was saying how impressed she was with the man of the home blessing their family and praying for their family every week. And she was like, how come we don't do that here you know so they were I mean it was it was powerful and, and people were touched
2: and uh, I believe joy had uh, emailed me and said that people were really excited about coming back again correct
4: yes yeah we had uh, we put out a, a invitation on the, the back table it said now say if you're leaving if you're interested in the in the next piece sign up and it was full every we had a bunch of uh, information handouts you know the Hebrew calendars the names, all that went away mm-hmm. um, of course the, the masa candy we made went away um, <laughs> and nice. yeah and the 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 sign up she was full
5: so like everybody amazing.
4: was there signed awesome. up and said we want we want more so.
5: oh wow that's beautiful so so now we're counting the Omer and uh, we're, we're getting there. oh boy that's really great mm-hmm. so uh, where's the father taking uh, your ministry? Sounds like his hand is definitely on it for the good. Uh, can you can you see a direction where he's taking you?
3: Oh, yeah, we sure have. I tell you what, since we hosted that community Passover, um, lots of doors have been opening, and there's been a couple that have closed. But um, the big aha this week is I got in touch with a small congregation here in our area, um, and they were totally open to ha- allowing us to come in uh, maybe a couple Sabbaths a month and f- have our feast Sabbath at their facility when they're mm-hmm. not using it.
5: Oh, wow, that's a blessing. So that's huge.
3: Nice. That is a huge, huge thing. Uh, what we have talked about through the years of about maybe purchasing um, a building or, and so on and so forth, and nothing's really panned out until this particular Uh, couple came into our cross paths with us so we're really blessed and we will have a place to celebrate Shabalot in a couple weeks
5: (laughs) oh man oh man that's that's awesome yeah the father uh money's not an issue for him it you know uh he doesn't need money to provide us a building that's right oh man
4: right I like that and that's that's talking about the the direction that's that's kind of what the father's been putting on on my heart, anyway, is you know the new mission field is going to be right smack dab in the middle of the church. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, that that was that that was made well well aware at the at the fader, and um, I think that's that's going to be the direction. So the the avenue can be our our music. We're talking about you know going to other congregations and just saying. Hey, you know, if you ever need, we're ordained music ministers. If you ever need <laughs> musicians, my wife's rolling her eyes. Apparently, she's not here now. <laughs> um, and just to open the door to, to to proclaim, you know, the true names of Yahweh through music.
5: Amen. 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 Well, I think uh, we may be bumping up against time, but before we go, we'd like to leave a little room. I wonder if this, the Ruach has put something on either or both of your hearts to share with our listeners uh to encourage them so you you've got the floor anything on your heart you'd yeah. like to share
4: yeah i i i'd just say to to all at least this is this is you know my my reflection is the father's given you gifts use those gifts and use those gifts freely and use those gifts boldly don't be afraid of what other people think or are going to think, but do what the Father has called you to do.
2: Amen. Amen. And can you give us your website once more?
4: Uh, yeah, it's all, uh, the, so uh,
3: YouTube is Chad and Joy. And uh, what's, and Facebook page is Chad and Joy.
2: Okay, so if you want to hear some good music from Chad and Joy, check them out on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, send them a word. Let them know that you're listening
5: yeah and uh, maybe consider following them too their ministries go in places and uh, as, as you can hear their hearts are to do the will of the father and so we need to get behind them and support them and pray for them and show them love and let's build that kingdom amen 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 amen
3: thanks for having us on
5: oh thank you so much joy uh by the way last uh episode Uh, I really meant what I said. Every time we uh, hear from you, it's always joy, and, uh, (laughs) and, and it's a joy to hear from you. So thank you for reaching out.
3: Well, thank you for having us. We appreciate you guys and your ministry.
1: Tim, Chad and Joy have such a wonderful story. I believe that there is a lot more to tell, and the story is still being written. Even their children are actively involved in the family business, that is, the father's business.
0: Amen, Mama. And you know how I am about the Father's blessing. It's so vital and so important in the family dynamic. Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed to know that my Father blessed me and what we're doing before he left this world. Like Chad, I also relish the opportunity and the responsibility to pass that on.
1: We personally know of believers who have family that is not on the same page when it comes to the Torah as context for the rest of the scripture. I really hope that if anyone listening is in that situation, they find encouragement in listening to Chad and Joy. Also, younger parents can be encouraged by Chad and Joy's example. It is possible to raise children who understand and value the ancient paths so much that they decide to follow them. It sounds like their children know that the Torah, God's instructions, are for everyone.
0: That is the message for this time, Mama. And Elohim is opening doors for people like Chad and Joy, and like us. Mm -hmm. To call believers from Maine's institutions to his eternal instructions. All we have to do is use what he's given to us.
1: Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour, where
2: you can handle